Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Dinks with Kinks. Uh, before we get started, we want to remind everybody to not only follow us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Dinks with Kinks, but go outside. Enjoy this fresh, brisk fall weather that you have. Just really soak it up. I am your okay. host. No, you have to wait until after the intros are done before the puns. No. I wasn't punning. I was telling our audience that they should enjoy this podcast outside in the fresh air. Uh, Chef, this get is him. best play. <laughs> no, I am your host, John Dondero, and with me, as always, um, Park Ranger, Mr. Shep. Hmm? And uh, Little Miss Thumper, Miss Rebecca. Please. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I don't know why you guys are coming at me so early about puns, because I haven't made any puns. Uh, Just telling our audience that nature Mm. is a beautiful thing, and you should go out and enjoy (sighs) it. You should really enjoy nature, and you should enjoy each other in nature. And tonight, we're talking about outdoor sex. Yeah, you can tell who was more nature and less nurture, I guess. Uh, <laughs> no, I... I uh, no, listen. That's what we call transition. I was leading to the point. It's not punning. It's podcasting. Is that what we're calling it now? I'm setting the mood. I don't think I don't think that we set the mood well enough. The, mo- on this the mood podcast. is not set to brood. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't fucking then tell you me should when not be brood. setting the mood, John. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I. I, I, I mm, what? I mean, Shep's the one brooding. He's the one all pissy because I'm talking about the great outdoors. No, what? I'm squeezing I, my. Toy I can't. Appended. Wait, I can talk. I can talk. Hello, about the ladies outdoors. and gentlemen. Welcome to the first episode of our new wheel. I'm going to start this off correctly because apparently they're going to bicker like old women. So, hello and welcome to our new wheel. It is now the great outdoors and how great sex can be in them. Thanks. No, new will, new me. I ain't taking ship shit. I'm here for it. Oh, am I gonna have to play ref? <laughs> no. All right, guys. Okay, Rather no, you play here, rough, but ref will do. Oh, okay. We're here to talk about the great outdoors and outdoor sex and what all it entails and why people like it. Um, and, and it doesn't always a big bear chase you. No. Okay. Good. Does a bear fuck in the woods? I don't know, but I sure do. Okay. Uh, that was a pun, just so you know. Uh, what was that it was now? Punny. I was worried about that. It was that. very funny. It was really funny. All mm. right, so, yeah, this it's not a lot to explain what outdoor sex is. So, I mean, I, I think we can all assume that uh, outdoor sex is having sex not in a building. Am I correct in that? Do you guys think? Okay, is it outdoors, <laughs> like outdoors, or is it public? Or are those two different things? Those are two different things. Now, public somebody's going to ask. Okay, so public doesn't necessarily have to be outdoors. Because if I fuck you in a library, uh, 
Also, a great place to hook up. It's not outdoors, but it is public. So, for the sake of this podcast, public and outdoor sex are two different things. Gotcha. Okay. Now, I'm not saying that they can't be intertwined because you can go fuck in a park. I don't recommend it. There are children there, and a child should not be exposed to that. But you could be in a clothing optional park where it's an adult park for adults. I'm sure they have those. Do they have those? I know they have clothing optional. They have clothing optional beaches. But then then you introduce sand and it gets uncomfortable. Gets in all the cracks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right between my toes. I don't like it. Not a fan. Not a fan. (laughs) Um, Okay. First, okay, let's let's put this way. Have you guys ever had sex outdoors? Oh, hell yeah. Many times. Perhaps. Shep, this is a yes or a no. We're, we're on a fetish podcast. You can't perhaps us. You're. This is not us sitting in a living room talking. This, this is my world, not yours. Right, fine, whatever. <laughs> Just trying to do what Sean says, make content. Oh, don't bring Sean into this. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Because he can't know that we don't do content on this show, okay? He can't know that. Well, I, it's all content I mean, he, all the time. He listens to this show, so I'm sure that he nah. knows we make content. He does? I think that's that why he encourages to make content on the other shows. Oh, <laughs> man. Okay, well, have you, John? Have you had sex Oh, sometimes? absolutely. All right, I, I'm just going to Did you do it now. knowing it was a fetish? Did you do it for a fetish purpose would be a, a better follow-up question. Yes and no. And let me say, uh, yes, I knew it was a fetish. It only be yes or no, John. It could be yes and no, because you asked me two separate questions. Okay, you so, realize that your yes. bickering is getting in, in the way of our <laughs> educating our audience. Correct? I was trying to talk. Bickering. Bickering Shep. That's what we'll call Shep now. Bicker. All right. So, yes, I did have sex. Yes, I didn't know it was a fetish. And it was fetish related. It was because I have a quicksand fetish. We were out and the area to participate in that fetish, uh, which is typically done outside. So Uh, it wasn't the act of doing it outside that turned me on. It was the act of what we were doing outside that turned me on. Okay, so it was when then it's a no. Because you were there for a fetish, but not the outside fetish specifically. No. Gotcha. I mean... Yeah, there is definitely an outdoor sex fetish. Um, But I think most of the time when people have outdoor sex, it's not for the fetish. It's because, I mean, right place, right time, it happens. Have you guys ever, uh, have either one of you gone outside to have sex because you're outside? Yeah. Yeah? I, okay, I have had sex several times outside. And I have done it because it was outside and there is, okay, (laughs) there is something so erotic, like especially not so much in the summer because we're in the South and it gets all gross and like humid, but yeah, the humidity, not the heat, the humidity is what gets you. Yeah. The humidity, you get all like sticky and like sweaty, but, and not in the, not in the good way, but something about the fall like the fall or the spring and that crisp air on your skin 
outside. And then also the sounds, the way it sounds, having sex or doing sexual acts outdoors and the way it sounds is so different than if you're in a building, in any building or in any structure. Like, it's just, it's so erotic and so hot. (laughs) And, And there's definitely something very primal about it. Like, I think a lot of people who have this fetish probably also have a primal fetish. I also have a primal fetish. So, I mean, it's it's almost like, you know, instinctual to fuck outside. And I know I was using the layman's term for sex, but it's okay. We're an adult podcast. This podcast is rated R. I think we're beyond that at this point. Yeah. And, you know, Confucius say man who lay woman on ground to get peace on earth. So, yes. <laughs> that, that is a pun. But it was a good one. That it was, was good. All right, all right. That all right. No, I'll like, give oh, you that one. That was a good one. That one you're like, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, you're right. Um, Shep, what about you? Have you? Did you have sex outside because it was just the right place, right time? Or was it because it was outside? Both. Both, yes. No, I mean, I would assume if you're having sex outside, it is the right place or right time, uh, because anything yeah, past the that nice, is... the night sky on the hood of the, and then cemetery is quite nice. Ooh, cemetery sex. Mm. It's that time of year, y'all. It is that time of year. <laughs> uh, I... No, I take that back. I got a handy in a cemetery. I've never had sex in a cemetery. I've never done anything in a cemetery. I went on a lovely walk recently into a cemetery. It could have led to something, but we were in like, uh, literally, this cemetery was not out in the woods. It was like smack dab in uptown Charlotte. So we were not alone. (laughs) So I doubt it would have led anything. Or I think that would be more... Neither were the people I see when I'm walking the streets of Charlotte, but that never stopped to yell at them. I mean, you're right. (laughs) I think a lot of times with outdoor sex, it's not just primal, but there is also that voyeuristic tendencies of what if somebody's watching us? Not, I think that there is somebody watching us, but what if someone's because if you're having sex in public, you I would imagine your goal is. Somebody's going to see us. And that's what you want to happen. But if you're having sex outdoors, in the back of your head, what if somebody sees us? It's not a guarantee, so you have that, like, suspense. Of so, a oh, wise one. We're all quite, quite uh, in the know on outdoor sex and such. But what makes it a fetish? All right, well, with any type of fetish, um, you may have... uh, The difference between kink and a fetish is a kink is something that you choose to do willingly. You can leave it or take it. You don't have to have it. Um, A fetish is more a little more hardwired. It's like... uh, How do I explain this? Let's put it in terms of like... uh, Ooh, we'll do some automotive play. Here we go. You know the fuse box in your car? Mm-hmm. You, you take the fuse mm-hmm. box out, 
and I yank out the headlights. Well, yeah, I don't need my headlights to drive. Why would They're you yank important. them out? Why can't you just take them out? Why you got to be so aggressive? Because I'm explaining uh, a uh, metaphor. So the car can still start. No problem. Take the headlights out. Car can still start. Yank out the AC. It'll be hot, but car will still start. But if I take out the fuse for like the, you know, like something that requires power to actually run the car, that is a fetish. You can uh, have sexual dysfunction without it. Um, it is like when most people would naturally assume sex is sex, somebody with a fetish, their normal sex, when, when they think of sex, they think of that particular thing in place of just sex. It is a hardwired difference. Gotcha. And it's good sense. to it's good to kind of go through the differences, especially when we cover items that, in many ways, are clearly like a mainstream, pure sexual thing to many. Mm-hmm. Like this one, and we did this on the first episode. We I think we discussed the definitions of a kink, and the definitions of a fetish. Yeah, but some of our I first episodes were bad. They were bad. Well, bad in no, quality, not weren't. bad in. Bad quality, yeah. Bad quality, not uh, content. Content was still fantastic. Yeah, but it's just me and you, so it was bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Episode one was just me and you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we were awkward. Yes, you were. I mean, yes, yes, we were. Yes, we were. Uh, Oh, gracious. (laughs) uh, Listen, but no. And (laughs) so this definitely falls in the category of both kink and a fetish. Yes. Because I could absolutely get off outside and just have some outdoor sex for the sake of outdoor sex and really be into it. But I don't require it. It's not something that I think about when I think about sex. So I don't have that fetish. Well, a lot of people do. A lot of people will... Um, this is something you don't, you don't like, have the fetish, but you won't <laughs> deny the opportunity. Oh, yeah, that's that's why I know I have the kink, not the fetish. What about y'all? Is it kink or fetish? Or is it just plain opportunity and yes? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know that if it's, it's a fetish per se, but it bleeds into a lot of my fetishes. Voyeurism, so, exhibitionism, and such. Yeah, voyeurism, yeah. exhibitionism, primal, like that whole gamut. Like it, 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 it almost goes like hand in hand. It's like I can't separate. Like oh. especially the primal, like the hunt and the prey and the fight. Like that whole. When thing, he looks at you hungry like a wolf. <laughs> yes, like. It, there is something very sexual to me about being outdoors, and I, I've had sex several times outdoors, but I don't know if I, I've i had fantastic sex indoors, too. So I don't think it's a fetish so much as a very, very, very strong kink. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, it's, it, it can definitely be a good pairing with any fetish. Like I said, I have the quicksand fetish. That's outdoors. So definitely hand in hand with my fetish is outdoor sex. So it's in pairing. Now I think we should do a series of pairing the proper meal or drink with a fetish. 
Oh, that would be. You know what? <laughs> that would be. A, that would be a fun live stream. <laughs> which, yeah, which we are starting up real soon. If we haven't started already, by the time this episode comes out. With this boar <laughs> fetish, I recommend a nice merlot. <laughs> well, wow, now with boar fetish, boar uh, fetish. A steak. I think you want a steak dinner. You need a steak dinner with a boar fetish. You need fetish. a steak dinner, but your alcohol should be more of a dessert wine because you know you don't want to taint the meal. But you and want so to reward it's yourself. I just wanted to say taint. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Anyway. Um, I'm such a good enabler. I, I do I do know a couple people who do have it as a fetish. Um, like, they love it outdoors. Mm-hmm. They will find any opportunity to have sex outdoors or do anything sexual outdoors. Um, but again, it, it, it's a, the whole voyeur exhibitionism you know, thing that they, you know, they just love it. Thinking back, I think this might be one of the oldest fetishes. The first people to practice it, Adam and Eve. Because they uh-huh. had no damn building. It was all outdoors. <laughs> well, I mean, that's where it comes to do the instinctual. I mean, or like, Adam and Lilith, depending on who you're asking, because Lilith was the kinky one. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Good point. Lilith, anyway. the, the world's first brat. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Biblical history 101, Lilith, the first brat. Um, but no, this the is very like think kink. This is very like instinctual, I would imagine. Like when you when you when you have this fetish, it's it's very like like the smell of the outdoors can arouse you, like or the sounds of nature. Yes, and you're a very naturalistic, is that word? Yeah, person? I know. I a naturalist. Know, uh, I also know people who are naturalists, and yeah, I've talked to them, and they're like, "No, the outdoors is hot. Like nature, that is arousing, and it could be because that was their when when they were a child, their comfort zone was outside, so they found like enjoyment outside, and as they were developing, and their hormones were gearing up and their body was in, you know, change, it latched to those sounds, the smells, and just, like, the feelings of being outdoors. And then, you know, with any type of fetish, it yeah. grew. And then, and then for guys, you can have a new shirt for them. I pop the best tent in nature. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. I still like Lilith, <laughs> the world's first brat. <laughs> Yeah, I want that shirt. Uh-huh. Or if you know, like the stream I just got, we just got done with. You want a camper here? Pop your fucking tent. You can see a camper. Uh, God, I was so mad at Sean. That's anyway. why I brought him into this podcast. Oh, okay. I'm so and glad no, he's going to be listening to this. And uh, it's it synced it synced in. Well, yeah, I'm okay. I'm not talking junk about him. It was funny. It was a funny bit. It was naturistic. We were out. We were outside when I fucked him. I mean, you know, it's not mad or anything else, but he's still talking about it on a different podcast. Yeah, I'm. I'm a little bitter. Bitter Anyway, outdoor sex. It's a fantastic uh, thing to have. 
Uh, I enjoy it. I actually thoroughly enjoy it. There's, this is one of the special. I don't think we can really talk about like the how to do it. About we go outside. We get get over your bitterness and talk about some of the safety or precautions, perhaps. There's a big one. Like um, you have to be <laughs> careful with this, and I, I'm just saying this um, because you can get arrested for public indecency. Um, so unless yes, you make you it really, really decent. Yeah. <laughs> is there a way oh. to make it? Because I mean, it's public indecency. Is there a way to actually make it decent? No, because I no. think any sex act is considered indecency. Yes. So just understand I mean, really that this. Hot? It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they can get man. arrested. Hot people can get arrested too. Um, really? Yes. That's a myth. That's a myth. <laughs> <laughs> so um, just know that when participating in this the outdoor sex or out any outdoor sexual act any type of nudity that just know that you you can get arrested and it can put you on the sex offender list and 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 it, that's where the safety comes in it's not just a safety on your health it is the safety of your your just livelihood um so it is a fun thing just just understand, be aware of your surroundings, be, uh, you know, just very, just cautious of where you do that because you can start off being really secluded and then to amp up the, you know, it might not be as secluded the next time. So just be very aware and cautious of just where you are participating in this outdoor sexual act. Mm-hmm. And if you get caught in the middle, oh, go ahead. I also highly recommend looking up what poison oak and poison ivy look like. Mm-hmm. Because poison ivy sucks getting it on your arms or legs. It really sucks when you add genitals to that. I think it'd be and almost yes, worse to get it on your ass sitting down and stuff like that. Man. I, well, what I was about to say is I have a friend who got poison ivy on her ass like really bad. And all up her back. Because they had sex in what they thought was a nice little clearing. And it wasn't a clearing of soft um, plants. It was a clearing of soft poison poison ivory. And she is highly allergic to it. So that was not fun. And that's how she found out. She was highly allergic to it. Yikes. So definitely. Yeah, definitely (laughs) make sure you are aware of your surroundings, not just for uh, legal reasons, but, you know, you don't want to uh, get your freaking... We have fire ants here, and mm. they like to hide their nest sometimes. In your you're booty. Up against, yeah, if you're up against a log and you're getting it on, just be very careful of the surroundings because you can injure yourself uh, with poison oak, I mean poison oak, poison ivy... Bugs. Damn that poison hike. And I mean oh bears. Bears. I don't want our audio listeners going out and then read a paper. Uh, you know, in the paper it reads they listened to an audio podcast about fucking in the woods and were eaten by a bear, and unless, somehow blame us unless, for it. Unless, unless. <laughs> oh no! No no! No! no, no, no I don't no, want no. any of our listeners to get eaten by a bear. No. no just, well, I, I am just saying there are some bears that 
of the human sort that wouldn't wouldn't hurt to be eaten by. <laughs> I mean, fair. Uh, if you're going to be eaten by a bear, may it be a burly bear. A burly, burly bear. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I have I have read stories that people were in the throes of passion when a bear stumbled upon them, and they scared the bear. The bear scared them. It was a cluster, and then uh, the male got decapitated. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, be, beware of na- nature during during mating season. Yeah, that's a different definitely kind of thing. Altogether. Animals can animals can smell hormones just like we can smell hormones. And we've seen, seen can, many a funny video s- where animals like to join into. Nope. You know what? Nope. What would be worse? Nope. What would be worse? Being eaten by a bear or a bear trying to join in the action? Like, would you rather die or be the person who got this like uh, had a bear join their sex? Yeah, oh yeah, we are. No, this is this is where we are. Welcome to the new wheel where I am oh bitter God. about our. Where I'm bitter about a uh, different production, and we're playing. Would you rather? Uh, and it's okay because it's nature. See, it's natural. He didn't, get, he didn't get enough nurture. He needed more nature. Mm-hmm. I say I would rather be eaten by the bear. I, I I would have to agree. I would rather be consumed by the bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd rather earn the consuming and punch it in, Dick. You would rather do the consuming. Okay, so Bear Chef would rather fuck the bear itself to establish the dominance. It's interesting how you you know, perceive no, that. No, I one. took that. Yeah, I took it and I ran. Yeah, you're a good boy. You, you just, take it good. You take it good, boy. Yeah. Good boy. I took it and ran. I think and that's why John's bitter. John is dominance. bitter because somebody dommed him. Somebody topped him and he's pissed off about it. Oh, wow. <laughs> the truth oh comes out. Oh. Am I the world's second brat? The first is Lilith, now it's me? No, the second is me. You mm. Don't get that twisted. <laughs> Can a Dom be bratty? Oh, yeah. Okay, 100%. so I'm, I'll be a bratty Dom outside watching Shep fuck a bear, and I'm into it. I'm oh, really why? Into why? Why don't we let him speak, Shep? Why? I know. <coughs> It's like, this was supposed to be a fun, informative episode, and it is derailed. <laughs> I still no, think it's a No fun. more bitter gaming think, before our episodes. I know. Yeah, this, yeah I, really, I, no I, more. No I more. forbid it. I forbid it. I forbid it. All right. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, out in the parks, you know, you ask yourself, is it good for the boy to meet the girl in the park, or better to... For the boy to park the meat in the girl. Good night, everybody. Let's get, let's get back on track here. Nope. Okay. Good night. Let's just go ahead and roll those credits. Let's let's get on here. We're not even spinning the wheel. It's not happening. Oh, again, this is. Oh, the nostrils flared. Watch out. I like it. I like it when they flare. John Dondero. Oh, I didn't do it. I did Focus. not do it. I just said goodnight. Focus. <laughs> I'm getting the wheel ready. 
Okay. We we have all established. I just so we have all established that we have done this fetish. We all love this kink and fetish. That this is on our top twenty. Well, top I mean, 20? I will be. I will be honest yeah. and such. I have not done the fetish. I have done the act of outside stuff, but not, not in the fetish manner. Oh, I think I've done it in a fetish manner. I think I, at least once. I think I'm thinking back on it. I've done it at least once. Like, oh, let's just go outdoors. Let's just do it. Yeah. I have participated. You know what? I take that back. I have participated in that with a former partner who uh, wanted to go outside. But I think that may have been more of a public thing than an outdoor thing. So I'm kind of on the fence if I've done it, it because we never discussed it. But I think it was like, you know, in the heat of the moment, she kind of wanted to be where we can caught because we were not in um, nature, as so to speak. We were in suburbia, but it was outdoors. And so I think she was more outdoors of the, counts. I mean, it, it doesn't was, have to be in nature. It was outdoors, outdoors on your suburbia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. I'll allow it. All right, guys, are you ready to see what we're talking about next week? Because I have spun the wheel during Always. all that chaos. Always. Uh, next week, we will probably uh, let Rebecca do 90% of the talking. Um, well, it seems like after this episode, that would be for the best. Um, it really would. It really would. Uh, but no, why? I really. Why would I? Why? I really think that she should just do most of the talking. During uh, next week's fetish, because um, also don't shower beforehand, so it's you're very dirty when you're talking. Oh, Oh, but oh, oh. (laughs) you didn't catch on to that one more, more. Yeah, come on now. Well, since we're all three of us are on the wheel, I when he said that he would do that, I was like, oh my god, they landed on me. That was early. (laughs) No, no, we landed on talking dirty, dirty talk. Oh, so next week we get to talk all bad and dirty and mm, all sorts of naughty things. You do, yes. We do not. Um, We need some help getting through next episode. Yeah. No no prior gaming beforehand. uh, Just straight up emptying the tank so I can get through this episode without stuttering. Yeah, Especially I might have to have a little, little bucket of ice water put my, stick my feet yeah, in occasionally. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I will do this from the cold shower. I will do oh, next boy. week's episode in a cold shower. <laughs> um, because, I, to be honest, the next we week... We will be broadcasting from the tub of ice. <laughs> that is an absolute fetish of mine. Like, nothing... Oh, gets, auditory, I mean, anything auditory. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Nothing gets me off harder than Dirty Talk. And that's including my actual fetishes because you can do my fetishes but if you if the minute you start talking about them i'm done like good done like stick a fork in me so don't talk to him you want him to stick around for a minute Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah just whenever oh uh, i had a partner that she knew when she was ready to be done she would just start saying some filthy things and really just laying it on thick and i would be like okay well that's for next week 
That's for next it week. It is. It is. Uh, guys, I want to remind everyone to uh, follow us on the social media at Dinks with Kinks. Uh, and if you guys want to add something to the will or you want us to cover something, let us know. Talk to us. Tell us what you want us to talk about because we absolutely will. If you have this fetish, please reach out to us. If you're bitter about gaming, reach out to us. We'll talk to you about that too because it's something I can apparently pull off in an episode. Um, if you have ever... Don't uh, reach out attacked, to us about that because as he's proven, he can't really pull it off very well. No. And it, um, and it, and it uh, taints everything thereafter. So, If you've ever been caught having sex outside by a bear, please let us know. I want to know. Why is it going to be a bear? Why can't it be like a deer or an antelope? Or because I don't care about getting caught by a deer. Deer can watch all they want. They'll just stare at you. Deer in the headlights. You know, just if you just you you guys have never flashed a deer. Mm, no. Am I the only one wide enough to actually make a deer stop because I'm so pale? Yes. Yes. Uh, Absolutely. That's that's very sad for me. All right, guys. I'm your host, John Andera, and with me, as always, uh, the park ranger with the sexiest voice, Miss Rebecca. Good evening. And Bambi's dad, Mr. Shep. That was not nice. Try it again. That was not nice. Bambi's dad came and saved Bambi. That was super nice. Bambi's dad came and saved Bambi. I didn't say Bambi's mom. I think you should try again, though. I mean, look at that face. All right, I'll try it again. Hold on, hold on. Let me think of a really good one. Otherwise, the she, only, she's going to... The only yeah. bear that you want to run into the forest, Mr. Shep. I can't... Is that better, really? I don't know. <laughs> You're putting me on the spot, okay? You're putting me on the spot. It's Shep. There's Shep. He's great. I love him. <laughs> Till next time. <laughs> He's on this episode too. the only beast you ever want to meet outside. Oh, why wow. did you not do it? She wins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why would you put me on the spot when you had that loaded up? Because I always finish. <clears throat> Back to being bitter. Good night. <laughs>